Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Yesterday, Steve finished his devotion from Nehemiah chapter 1 by saying that we should keep praying to ask God that we might do something great for Him and the cause of His kingdom. And the book of Nehemiah is a case study of somebody who has done just that. When I was in seminary, we did a class on leadership, and we spent a majority of the class doing a case study on Nehemiah to learn leadership lessons and to learn lessons as Christians, how we could be used by God to do his work. And so we're going to pick up where he left off. We're going to be in Nehemiah chapter two. You remember at the very end of chapter one, it says that Nehemiah was cupbearer to the king. King Artaxerxes in Persia. And so let's read chapter 2, 1 through 8. In the month of Nisan, the 20th year of King Artaxerxes, when wine was before him, I took up the wine and gave it to the king. Now I had not been sad in his presence. And the king said to me, Why is your face sad, seeing that you are not sick? This is nothing but sadness of the heart. Then I was very much afraid. I said to the king, let the king live forever. Why should not my face be sad when the city, the place of my father's graves, lies in ruins and its gates have been destroyed by fire? Then the king said to me, what are you requesting? So I prayed to the God of heaven and I said to the king, if it pleases the king and if your servant has found favor in your sight, that you send me to Judah, the city of my father's graves, that I may rebuild it. And the king said to me, the queen sitting beside him, How long will you be gone, and when will you return? So it pleased the king to send me when I had given him a time. And I said to the king, If it pleases the king, let letters be given to me, to the governors of the province beyond the river, that they may let me pass through until I come to Judah. And a letter to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he may give me timber to make beams for the gates of the fortress of the temple and for the wall of the city and for the house that I shall occupy. And the king granted me what I asked, for the good hand of my God was upon me. So here's Nehemiah. You remember that the exiles are coming back from Persia, Babylonia, to go to Jerusalem. In Ezra, the temple was rebuilt. And later on in Ezra, Ezra, the man himself, came back as a priest to restore the centrality of God's word in the temple. And now we have Nehemiah, who is being stirred by the Lord to rebuild the city walls, to bring protection back to the city of God. And this is an incredible story about a guy who is positioned perfectly as the cupbearer to the king. Cupbearer is the guy who tastes the king's food to make sure it's not poisonous. And then, so he has an audience with a king. He gives him his food. And because he has this audience with the king and he's got this relationship and some trust built up with the king, the king grants him his request, gives him the stuff that he needs to rebuild the wall, gives him permission to leave, to go back to Jerusalem to rebuild the wall. And this is really a remarkable scene. So a question for us, just like Steve wrapped up with his prayer that we should keep praying to ask God what we could do that's great for him and the cause of his kingdom. And so friends, let me just be real honest with you up front. I doubt any of us is going to be called by God to do something as significant and, and historically uh, memorable as what Nehemiah is called to. 
I mean, he gets an entire book in the Bible named after him. His story is told. He goes back to rebuild the wall of the city of God as part of God's plan to restore his peoples and continue his plan of redemption throughout the Old Testament. Uh, And sometimes when we read a story like this, it's a little bit daunting because we think that the thing that we are called to do that's great for God needs to be as big or notorious as that. And that's just not a fact. I was thinking about just a random list of some things that God has called me to do and to that I believe have been for his kingdom. Some of them have been very, very simple. And some of them have been maybe a little bit more significant. But the point isn't how important they are in other people's eyes. The, the important thing is, is what is it that God's calling us to? God's called me to write notes from time to time to people that are encouraging to them or that highlight scripture to them or challenge them with a biblical truth on a graduation card or a wedding card or just a note of encouragement that might stand out from the norm and have an impact on somebody who receives that note. He's called me to lead organizations. He called me to run for and serve in public office. He's called me to pray for people who are in a desperate situation and who need prayer. He's called me to coach basketball. He's called me to be involved in the lives of my kids, in the lives of my kids' friends. He's called me to be a faithful husband. There's all kinds of good works, great things for God and for the cause of his kingdom that God has called me to do. And I, the only reason I list those things is to maybe get the creative juices flowing in your mind. What is it that God is calling you to do at this moment? My wife, just before I came to record this, told me about a conversation she had with somebody who disclosed something that was heavy on their heart to her and probably hasn't told anybody but my wife about this. And so my wife has a great opportunity to build a, a relationship with this person, to lift this concern, this burden up in prayer, and to really walk with this person and encourage them in the Lord. Friends, as we look at Nehemiah, I don't know how many more days we're going to look at Nehemiah, but as we do, let's be thinking and praying to ask God to show us what it is that he wants us to do that's great for him. Let's remember what Paul writes in Ephesians. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. We know 2, 8, and 9 pretty well, but sometimes we forget about 10. It's for by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It's a gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk walk in them. So friends, if you're a follower of Christ, you're not saved by works. You're not saved by the things that you do for God or his kingdom. You are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. But once you are saved, you're called by him to do things every day, little things, bigger things. And they're good works that were set aside specifically for you to do. Let's lean into the Lord and discern what he's calling us to do and ask for his boldness and courage and obedience to carry those things out as we look at Nehemiah. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. 
Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.